0: Welcome to The Wedding Edit, a wedding planning podcast for the modern couple. Introducing my co host, Kelly Stevenson, a 30 something businesswoman running Found Collective, which is event styling and hire. Found Collective is all about shaping dreams and crafting memories with an unmatched aesthetic.
1: Dana Willison is also my co-host and is one half of Will & Co, a photography and videography duo that provide feel-good
0: photos and films for the lovers of moments. So, Dana, what's the podcast about? Well, Kelly, the podcast is all about wedding planning for the modern-day couple. That's why we called it The Wedding Edit. Okay, cool. Why are we doing the podcast, Kelly? So
1: we both have so much knowledge to share after six years in the industry each and there was nothing around like this when we were getting married. There's still a lot of checklists and things around but they're all very traditional and you've got to have wedding favours and you've got all those little things and I guess we're both really passionate about people doing their wedding their way. So we, that's
0: why we're here. Yeah, I think once you've gone to a lot of weddings you kind of see where couples go wrong very easily. With their planning Um, and they're such small, simple fixes. So I think it would be really good for us to talk about our experiences with that to be able to help people. Yeah.
1: A lot of people plan to only get married once and they often, they're planning their wedding for the very first time so they don't have any experience. And there's so many things that I tell couples when they first, well, we might have a Zoom call before they book me and I'll tell them a few things that they might need my help with and they'll be like oh I didn't even realize we had to do that. Mm. So there's just lots of yeah.
0: I think there's lots of things that couples don't realize that they need to think about and organize and plan Um, and that's where we come in. Yeah exactly. Kelly can you tell me how you got into the wedding industry?
1: Sure so I was planning my own wedding and I was loving the creative styling process and the flowers and just coming up with all of that stuff and then I noticed that it was really hard to find lots of unique props and decor from one supplier. I had to go to like a number of different suppliers to pull it all together and then obviously had to pay lots of delivery fees for that. But I also had a bad experience with one supplier cancelling a very important item that I booked a week before my wedding and it caused so much stress and the client experience was so bad. There was no apology and it was the reason was that they double booked the item. But I had booked and paid for it six months before. So I was just shocked at how bad the experience was. And I thought it can't be that hard to just be good and mm. like be really good at customer service. Anyway, I'm really big on customer service and putting the customer first. So I also had a bit of a hobby on the side and interest in collecting Items and furniture and decor from vintage furniture shops. Vintage was like so in then for mm-hmm, weddings. I remember, and uh, I know sounding so old now. <laughs> so I had collected all this stuff, and I thought, "Stuffer, I'm going to go and buy some vintage lounges." <laughs> just, after our wedding on our honeymoon, I was like, "That's when I came up with the name for my business." Mm-hmm. Literally on our honeymoon, and I said to my husband Joel, "I'm going to start a business, and this is what it's going to be called. It's going to be called Found Collective." And he was like okay, cool, like, have fun with that. (laughs) (laughs) He really didn't take me seriously and then I literally went on to Gumtree straight away and bought a vintage lounge suite. (laughs) And then within six months I had filled our garage with vintage lounge furniture, like, lots of different things. And I had my dad building vintage blackboard, framed blackboards and things because he's a picture framer. And, yeah, the rest is history. Now I do styling. So, Dana, tell me how you got into the wedding industry.
0: Well, when we were planning our wedding, we were really enjoying the creative process, like you said, with uh, planning our wedding and making it really beautiful. Um, we really loved where we got married, which was at Bearbrook Forest.
1: And first wedding there ever? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Woohoo! Burbrook um, celebs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah we really enjoyed the process of, of planning and like doing things it wasn't the easiest though back then It was like eight years ago now but in planning the process we knew that photography was something that was like really important um, and something that you put a lot of money into so we decided to invest in our photographer but unfortunately we didn't have the best experience and we didn't get the best photographs so We knew that the client experience there was lacking, which is why we decided to get into weddings as such. But previous to that, um, as a wedding present, my mum gave Doug uh, like an entry-level camera and then we're on our honeymoon in New Zealand, which is very picturesque. And so he was taking all these amazing photos. Uh, Yeah, I feel like I'm telling Doug's side of the story now. But... Um, he was working as a manager at McDonald's at the time and didn't really know what he kind of wanted to do or get into. So when we got back from our honeymoon, he decided that he was going to study certificate four in photo imaging and learn like, to become a photographer. So then did that. And then we got into weddings, uh, purely because we saw that there was the lacking with customer experience. Um, and yeah, we just felt like we had a lot to offer and because I really loved taking photos as well, we just decided it was, yeah, (laughs) we just decided it was the way to go. So, but like, I know now there's so many photographers that are really, really good at their client experience. Um, and they're all like really good photographers too.
1: Yeah. There's there's so much to offer now in Adelaide in a lot of ways, like there was not a lot of stylists or planners around, you know, ten years ago, eight years ago. Mm, Adelaide's but, got a lot of talent. Yeah. Adelaide's got talent. It should be a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> that's our next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so at least you guys know that listening to this podcast, the people we're going to recommend or, you know, all of it's going
0: to be based around customer experience. Yeah. Being really important. So well that's too why we're doing this. We want to serve our clients better. We want them to have the best wedding that they can have possible. And doing that, they need to draw on the knowledge that you and I have and our wisdom within the wedding industry uh, so that they can have the best wedding possible, really.
1: Yeah, and I get asked so many questions on yeah. Instagram and email. So it's it'll be a great opportunity to answer some of those common questions that yeah. I get.
0: Do you get the same? Yeah, all the time. And I think especially if we have one subject that people were asking us about, we can say, listen to episode 27. Yeah, we can just handball you to episode 27.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, no, we love talking to you You guys. We
0: do. We do. Yeah. Uh, We're here to help, but we're also very busy.
1: So what do you love most about
0: the job, your job? Uh, Well... (laughs) Talking about client experience. I love the clients.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, if you didn't yeah. like them, you probably wouldn't be doing it. <laughs> no, it's
0: true. I think the love for photography definitely comes first. But it it is it's a good experience for me too. Like my me taking photos of people like I love that I get a lot of joy from that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Happy moments.
0: Yeah. It's lovely.
1: Yeah. What about you? Um, similar, the clients, but also the fact that I get to be part of like the most joyous day of their lives or one of the most joyous days of of their lives. And there's such a buzz around weddings and wedding days. So it's such a positive experience and a positive thing to be a part of. Yeah. I guess because my background is working in HR for 10 years, a lot of what I did in that industry was quite negative. You know, there Mm -hmm. was a lot of like redundancies and investigations and tough conversations whereas the wedding industry it's like flowers and lighting and yeah. <laughs> pretty things and you know it's about celebrating their
0: love and their relationship so mm-hmm. that's what I like the most. Mm. It's love but on a really high aesthetic. Yeah
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically yeah um so I guess it'd be good for you guys to just get to know some fun random things about us Mm -hmm. so Dana I've got a serious question for you okay okay so everyone listen up if I was a dog what breed would I be
0: okay that's a very serious question (laughs) okay so you would be a golden lab (laughs) and do you know why why because you're easily excited and very energetic that's true Yeah. yeah yeah Basically, yeah. and so social,
1: <laughs> always ready
0: to party. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But then could be asleep at any moment.
1: And yeah, and for those who don't know, I've actually got a black Labrador called Hank. He's gorgeous. And yeah, I mean, you know how they say dogs are like their owners? Hank and I are very alike. <laughs> we don't look alike, but we've got similar personalities. We're annoying <laughs> and hyperactive. <laughs> okay,
0: so what dog would I be?
1: I feel like you would be a like a golden retriever but like not a puppy version like a wise you know like an older golden retriever not that you're old no but I feel like you're a very you're like a wise
0: old dog I'd be one that, <laughs> that has <sounds> like so <laughs> <wrong>. <laughs> I'd be like one that has hip dysplasia like that like walks around loyal <laughs>
1: Loving, oh. kind and gentle, like a lovely old golden retriever.
0: <laughs> We're both golden retrievers. Like well. sort
1: of <laughs> but what sort of dog would you describe Dana as? Doug, what do you think?
0: Well, I think that was a pretty good description. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe not golden. I'm thinking like a chocolatey brown. Is it something like that? Like a, that? Chocolate. Oh, like a well, mellow. But I know what you mean, like a, a mellow dog that's like a, a little bit slow but <laughs> – just wants to be. Slow, but not in the brain. But can't like remember slow. everything. No.
1: Like, just like, you know, like lovable, a lovable yeah. dog. Mm-hmm. All right, so Dana. Yes. I know you can be a little bit clumsy at times, so I'm sure you've got some gold to share with me. What's the most embarrassing
0: moment that you've had at a wedding? Okay, so I've had so many, <laughs> but I'm going to go with like the most recent. So you and I did an elopement recently, which was lovely. I'd finished pretty much all of the photographing from the day, but there was one shot that I wanted to get before I left. So I left it to the absolute last and I grabbed the couple and we walked outside of the venue and there's this beautiful field next to the venue. Um, And so we went out into – well, we went to go out into this field And it had been raining all day and I didn't realise that, uh, you know, water soaks into the earth a little bit. So the groom and I were walking out to this field. The bride had just gone back to go get her flowers because she forgot them and then the groom was saying like watch out and then I just fell (laughs) in mud so (laughs) it was like crazy because it wasn't like I've been in this field before to take photos and it's always been fine and I was actually looking where I was walking for once and I thought that where I was stepping was a really good choice. <laughs> it really wasn't because my right leg, like it slipped like maybe a metre, and Whoa. it almost like seemed like I was doing the splits. But my <laughs> my left leg went underneath me, oh, and I had no. both of my cameras on this harness next to me, and they just went like <whistles> into like the the sound effects into the mud. It was like this massive thud. Um. Anyway. It was so bad and, like, trying to get up, Kelly. The bride grabbed my hand and was like, here, I'll help you up. And I was like, don't touch me. Don't touch me because I was like, I'm going to, like, pull her down into the mud with me. Yeah, and yeah. she's going to get mud like all over her. Dress. <laughs> so the groom helped me up and it was fine, but it was so funny because I was, like, kind of sliding around. I had these rubber shoes on because um, so I was, like, <laughs> sliding around so I had all this, like, just like handfuls of mud on my like feet from where I tried to like ground <laughs> my feet to, to get up and then all up the side of my body, like just mud caked on me, like so much That's mud. That's crazy. Did you have to go back inside after that no, and see God. everyone? <laughs> everyone was at the window watching at oh. this point. <laughs> um, and yeah. The, that uh, is gold the father of the bride came out and helped me and there was just like towels everywhere and I that was the perfect wedding for that to happen to you because oh, that bride was. was so kind
1: and yeah. also so planned yeah she told me that she was packing all these towels in case yeah. anyone got wet yeah. when they went outside for photos yeah. <laughs> little did they know the photographer would
0: be the one that needs all the towels oh absolutely Uh <laughs> um, So I ended up using, there was a hose and I was like (laughs) hosing myself off. You know, like when you're a kid and you go to the beach and you've got sand all over you and you have to be like hosed off before you go in the house. It was like that. It was very embarrassing. But, yeah, I couldn't use my cameras because like all of the mud was all caked into like every single crevice. And I think it took Doug like four hours to clean the cameras after that. That is so bad. There's still like a little bit of mud in them. (laughs) Kelly. I've told you my most embarrassing moment for myself. I know that you going to weddings, might you're not as clumsy as me, so you might not have like a really embarrassing moment, but can you tell me like a really embarrassing story from a wedding? Sure. Um, I have to say
1: most of my embarrassing moments in life are not related to weddings, but I have some gold out there, um, which I'll tell you another time. But I do, the first story, the only story that comes to mind is a wedding I did, I don't want to give away too much in case I embarrass someone, <laughs> it actually wasn't the couple that this happened to, so we're safe. It was a guest and the guest I actually never met. So what happened was it was one of the first weddings that I ever did. It wasn't the first one but it was one of the first and I had, of course, my husband Joel there with me setting up and we they hired all my vintage lounges and we had the trailer and, you know, that sort of thing. So obviously we were down... It was down south and we were there for the weekend. So the day after the wedding, we went back to pick up our items, like our lounges and things. And we were in the venue and this like family walked in and they were sort of like holding this phone like they were like like they were trying to find, you know, that find my iPhone thing.
0: Oh yeah. Right?
1: So they're holding the phone and they're like, and I said, Oh, hi, can I help you? they're like oh our son got really drunk last night he's not here he's gone like he's too sick or whatever he's left he's lost his phone mm-hmm. and it says that it's here so we're we're looking for it have you seen it and i we were like we haven't seen anything like and it was pretty clean you know there was nothing around and i'm they were like we're like oh it looks like it's saying it's like in there and so it led them to the toilets and then they walked into the toilets and they're like Not here. So they're like, okay, we'll go and look in like maybe it's fallen on the ground near the toilet. So they walked into one of their cubicles and they're like, it's saying it's right here. (laughs) They lift the toilet lid up and they look in. There is poo in the bowl, like a massive poo, Mm -hmm. and the phone is in there. (gasps) What did they do? They asked the venue owner. How do we get this out? The venue owner gave me, the (gasps) wedding planner, some tongs and a saucepan. (laughs) Oh, my God. And I was like, here you go, (laughs) the family, because I'm like, this isn't really part of my job description. No, it totally Uh, isn't. And it's your son. (laughs) Anyway, they fished it out and wait, Joel and I were trying so hard not to lose it laughing. It was the funniest thing ever. (laughs)
0: Oh my gosh, I have no idea what I would have done. Anyway, <gasps> yes. back
1: to the mm. topic at hand. This podcast, obviously it's about wedding planning, mm-hmm. but we want to start with the basics. So season one is all about what are the basics that you guys need to focus on to get your wedding planning journey started?
0: Yeah, the foundation.
1: Yeah, basically. So
0: I guess you're engaged. Congratulations. <laughs> we're assuming that you're engaged. <laughs> <laughs> you might just be like preempting your planning. Yeah, yeah.
1: So what's what's what should they
0: do next, Dana? So, after like taking a breath and celebrating that you guys are engaged. Yeah. I think it's really important to sit down and have like a really open and honest like free conversation about what you want your wedding to be, what you want your celebration to look like, who's going to be there, that kind of thing. Like anything kind of goes. You just need to have like a conversation about it, basically. Yeah. Express any concerns that you have with each other.
1: What's important to you. Yeah. As a couple. Yeah. And just staying true to yourselves.
0: Yeah. And that's one thing I think we're gonna be talking about a lot is that Kelly and I both really know how important it is to be true to yourself during your wedding planning process and it's really really good to have a wedding that represents the two of you so if there's a tradition that you love keep it and if there's a tradition that you hate throw it away so you can just anything goes these days just do things completely your way there are no rules to follow yeah and I
1: mean we're gonna go into and give share examples of weddings that we've you know, witnessed yeah. where couples have done some really cool, unique things that are yeah. true to them. So we'll make sure to share those examples with you and hopefully that will give you some inspiration for your own wedding. So one thing we're also going to be doing in this podcast is interviewing loads of awesome suppliers in the industry who are experts at what they do across a lot of different areas. So florists, dress designers, um, photographers, videographers, wedding planners, you name it, we have got our list of people that we want to speak to and share those interviews with you to help you with your wedding journey. I guess to wrap up our first episode, thanks Mm -hmm. for listening and if you made it this far, thanks for listening this far. Yeah, we're so glad you're here. (laughs)
0: Thank you for like coming on this journey with us. Yeah, and our next
1: episode is going to dive straight into what we think is the most important step Mm -hmm. in your wedding planning journey.
0: Budgeting. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Cha-ching. Money, money, money. Money. (laughs) That was so
1: good. We are so lame. Sorry, guys. Thanks for listening this far.